We are continuing in Mesilah Sisharim today. Today is Monday, the 25th of Kislev, the first day of Hanukkah, December 19th. And Ramchal is continuing in Perek Tesvav, chapter 15, Kniyas HaPrishos, the way in which we are able to acquire the Midah, the character trait of Prishos. Ramchal continues, When a person really begins to think, and again, about the truth that we espoused, and remember again that Ramchal is focusing on over here the idea that sometimes we're, 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 we're tempted to partake of certain pleasures, but if we kind of take a step back and ask ourselves, do I need it? I know that I want it, but ultimately, again, do I need it? Is it good for me? What pleasure am I going to get, but what are going to be the detrimental effects of it? To really think about the things we partake of before we go ahead and partake of them. So the Ramchal says something amazing happens when I begin to think about worldly pleasures. I don't just say, as we said yesterday, she open it, give it to me, you know, I want it. But instead I take a step back and I think and I contemplate. And again, certain things I'm going to take and enjoy, but other things perhaps I don't need. Or perhaps other things are, certain things may be good for me. And maybe certain things are objectively not good for me. When I take the time to really think about this, more and, off, more and more I go ahead and I free myself. You see what Ramchal is highlighting over here is something really incredibly profound, which is whether we realize it or not, we're often enslaved to our wants, to our desires, to our passions, right? We think that being able to indulge every desire and passion is an expression of freedom, but in fact it's often just the opposite, that indulging every single thing is often the greatest manifestation and display of slavery. I'm so enslaved, I'm so, I'm so meshubad to what it is that I want and desire that I don't even have the free will to go ahead and not partake and not indulge and not enjoy. So Ramchal says, when I condition myself to think just before I partake, to think, do I need this? Do I not need it? If I partake of it, is it going to be a positive byproduct, negative byproduct? And slowly but surely, I'm thinking before I'm doing. Ramchal says, slowly but surely, a person will free himself from the clutches of these desires. And over time, what it does is, I begin to reject and even be repulsed by certain, we'll call it, excesses of pleasure, right? Things that I really don't need. And ultimately, I'll condition myself to really only utilize and partake and enjoy that which is necessary. The same way that this contemplation allows me to acquire the Midah of Prishos, foolishness, now foolishness is going to be just the opposite. In other words, foolishness will be partaking of every single pleasure without thinking first, will cause me to lose out on acquiring the Midah of Prishos. This is incredible. This is incredible. Let me translate. Samchal says there's another danger. The other danger is hanging around highly materialistic and in self-indulgent people. This example over here is if you hang around the ministers, right? Or people, people themselves who are very fixated on covet, people who are very fixated on pleasure, material acquisition. If I surround myself with those kind of people, the Ramchal says, it's difficult. I'm putting myself, this in general is, is part of a much larger discussion that often, I'll say erroneously, 
we think that we could be in a certain atmosphere and not be influenced by that atmosphere. But the truth is, it's really false. Whatever atmosphere I'm in, by definition, I am influenced. And therefore, the Ramchal says, if I hang around people who are constantly pursuing covet, people who are constantly pursuing material or physical pleasure or pursuit, then at the end of the day, I'm going to be influenced by that. And I'm going to want those same things. And the Ramchal says, even if somehow you're able to resist the temptation to indulge, you won't be able to avoid the war. Right? So in other words, I'll be waging the Muhammad, I'll be waging the battle every single day of my existence. He goes on, it's better to go to a house of mourning than it is to go to a house of celebration. So here the Ramchalas understand that. So Shlomo HaMalach in Kohalas is really talking about that the power of going to a house of mourning is that it forces me to contemplate my own mortality. Here the Ramchal is adding in something additional, which is generally people don't get carried away with material excess in a house of mourning. Because in a house of mourning, I know all too well that anything physical, material, by definition, is fleeting. So you don't get too carried away with it. As opposed to a house of celebration, a house of a party, it's easy to get carried away with material excess. So Shlomo HaMalach is telling us, be careful you surround yourself with, be careful who you keep company with, because you might want to do all the right things. But if you allow yourself to be in an atmosphere of excess and in a constant indulgence, you will be influenced by that desire as well. And here the Nechaz is something beautiful. But more important than anything else, in acquiring the Mida of Prishus, of separating oneself is his bodidus. His bodidus we translate as being alone with oneself for the pursuit of personalistic contemplation. Being alone with myself so I can contemplate myself. The idea over here is the more I distance myself from negative from negative influences, ultimately the desire for those influences wanes, or the desire for those things wanes. David HaMelech himself extols the power of his bodidus, of being alone with oneself. Essentially, David HaMelech says, if only I could have the wings of a dove, I would fly away. What does he mean? What is David HaMelech saying? The ability to kind of fly away from everything and be distant from everything, to have time where I'm just with me and myself, to have time where I can really contemplate. That's on a positive level, but also when I'm by myself, I'm also removing myself from negative influences. And that's powerful. And that's powerful, and that's purposeful, and that's necessary and useful. We see the Nevi'im, Eliyahu HaNavi, Elisha HaNavi, used to designate a spot on a mountain for personal contemplation. And we find this even by the early sages, the early pious ones. So this is really very interesting. We've spoken about his bodhidus to need to be alone with oneself before. Here the Ramchal is really kind of looking at it in a different context. What he's saying is that often our, uh, the, the desires that we have in life are often a result of being in certain surroundings, around certain people, exposed to certain influences. And therefore here what the Ramchal is suggesting is take time alone. Take time away from everything. Because if you have some time away from everything, then you will not be exposed to the constant barrage of wants, desires, 
materialism. Take time by yourself. This way, again, you could kind of recalibrate on your own without the influences around you. Incredible. However, he says, now understand that the Ramchal says like when, when acquiring any positive new trait, a person has to take it slowly. Right? And a person should be careful not to jump to an extreme too quickly. Because anything, anytime you try to grow or you try to acquire a particular character trait, if you do it quickly, so or if you do it too much at a time, so ultimately it doesn't work. You don't retain it. Ella, Rather, again, says the Ramchal, and he, he, now he applies this in the middle of Prishos. So remember, again, we've seen the different forms of Prishos. We've also spoken about, again, how to acquire the Midah of Prishos, right? So now, again, we essentially have two mechanisms, two pieces. Number one is to go ahead and kind of look at the various pleasures, desires, and wants. And before you partake, ask yourself, is it necessary? Is it good? What's going to happen? Step number two is take some time away from people. Well, actually, say, I should say step number two is making sure you're hanging around the right kind of people and distancing yourself from negative influences. Step number three is building in some hisbodidos, some time alone with yourself, the ability to recalibrate in a meaningful and effective way. This is all on top, says the Ramchal, of the three levels of precious that we discussed. So the Ramchal said, when acquiring this nida, take it slow. Take it slow. Slowly but surely. Slowly, a little bit at a time. Today, acquire a little bit of precious. Tomorrow, a little bit more. Until you become regular in this nida. And ultimately, over time, it becomes like second nature. Incredibly beautiful, a wonder, a wonderful conclusion, and I will say incredibly apropos also to our first day of Hanukkah, where I remember again I mentioned this on Sunday shir that we paskin like Beis Hillel, right? The Machlok is to how you light the menorah. Do you light the menorah? Do you light? Do you light on? Do you? Beis Shammai says you go from eight to one. Beis Hillel says you go from one to eight. And Beis Hillel logic is mostif v'holich ma'alin b'kodeshim oridin. We go up a level every day. So one day I light one candle, second day I light two candles. And the Ramchal says, essentially, this is a model not just by Hanukkah, but it's a model by Ruchnius in general. The best way to create a sense of sustained growth is to grow slowly and incrementally. Often as Yitzhahara, to kind of go to zero to 60 in spirituality, you know, in three seconds, we've all done it. We've all had moments like that. And the truth is, 9.9 out of 10 times, when you go zero to 60 in spirituality, as fast as you accelerate, you decelerate even faster. But if a person grows slowly, incrementally, there's a plan, there's a cheshben, there's foresight, then the growth not only is beautiful and positive, but also over time it is sustainable. Mazel Tov on finishing Perek Tesvav, chapter 16, Amir, sorry, chapter 15, Amir Sashem, tomorrow we begin at Perek Tes Zayin, chapter 16, the Midah of Tara. Wishing everyone a wonderful day and a Lichtige Hanukkah.